It's like the old cassette. I don't think Sloka will remember. Cassette, you have to put to the other side. I don't think Sloka will remember. The first part is interesting. When you flip and put the cassette, the first song and the second part has to be interesting. Otherwise... I'm not that young, that young, okay? Like, I, I, I was around when cassettes were there. Dude. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> My God. <laughs> All right, man. Let's begin. Let's begin. It's already 12. <laughs> listener and welcome to a brand new episode of injury time your one stop shop for everything on indian football beginning with the isl northeast united fc beating the reigning champions the so called reigning champions because they no, they no longer are atk it's atk mohan bagan this time round and to discuss this and everything else in indian football with me i have three eminent guys one is sandeep my old friend the guy who started this pod with hey sandeep hey hey how are you doing good man and also joining us is a uh, football baba also known as akar sharma hey akar hi hi guys thanks thanks so much for this introduction yeah your name is famous thank you and, and also from bombay a very big raudin rojan fan shlok hey shlok hi hi what's up well so guys as i told you first up uh, the first match northeast united fc up, up against atk mohan bagan and they running away 2-1 winners shlok uh, two matches into the league after jamil took over from gerard nos and both northeast united end up winning this man seems to be having a magic wand at his end right yeah he certainly turned it around um the northeast that we'd seen like you know the form from northeast we'd seen at the start of the season is starting to trickle back in and it's proving to be very exciting because now they're at fifth place and you know just in between we were thinking the league is starting to stabilize maybe teams are you know sedimenting in a certain position but no it's as open as it can be well sandeep uh, jamil we have seen in, in the past that this man can turn it around when uh, push comes to shove and he seems to be doing that with northeast united this time yeah i mean today the win i think a lot of the credit has to go to the players as well for the win not for the performance as such because that gaego goal was not an easy goal to score and that's purely down to his technical ability but uh, that being said they defended quite well atk had maybe and i can't remember a absolutely open chance until the goal was scored so they did a good job and defensive stability is what you always expect from jamil so uh, yeah jamil for the national team let's go Well, Jamil, for the national team, Akash, you agree with that? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> uh, but but I like the fact that he's um, a little more consistent than Nuz in his selection in the last two matches. He's also put his faith in Mashur, uh, centre back. I think a lot of us who who watched I League for the last few years know about Mashur from his Chennai City FC times, and he's a he's a He's a very valuable and versatile player to have. He's played defense. He's played midfield. He's played right wing. If he has to do a job against say Sony Norde of Mohan Bagan, he had to do that. And I think he's um, Jamil likes him. He's played him at centre back. And what Jamil has done is uh, since he's played one centre back as an Indian one, he's got his attackers as foreign. And that is something News did in his second last game, if I remember correctly, not his last game. but it seems to be working for him that uh, your uh, you know gaiago and uh, machado and 
um, and camera camera and one of the two strikers is also playing and doing well so it, so and, and northeast united fc seems to be a real real good threat and uh, jamil is basically uh, his, his teams always defend well and he's also making them a threat on the counter attack especially with with, with his foreign attackers well mashur is becoming pretty mashur in isl if things go as per plan that was a joke that i was backing on for quite some time since the time akash start spoke about mashur but sandeep coming to you uh, abuya has been one of the players to watch out for uh, in this northeast united side but you think this could be the only season we would see him right because next time round bfc would come in rope him in and that would be it for abuya well uh, i hope not uh, not that bfc come and take him and all i just generally hope that see he is a reasonably uh, well talented center midfielder which we have sort of have a dearth for for the national team because there are there is samarjit and suresh and sahal thapa all these people are there but uh, something with apoya is defensively very solid so i think that will be a great uh, boon to have going forward as a for the national team and for this team also under gerardnos as well he was a very key part of that uh, sort of the four man block in front of the defense like the two center backs and the two sitting midfielders so uh, he has experience he is very young and uh, from everything that i've heard about him from the coaches and fellow players someone who has his head sort of screwed on straight so uh, that kind of a player is something that we need so i hope not i hope whether he goes somewhere or not that he gets time to play well dirt can i just add on to what sandeep said here yeah go to yeah just just about the defensive solidity thing you know because we have like brandon rainier um even rawlin to an extent these are players who play better in a, a double pivot or up front and apoya i think is one of the only players who can play as a lone center defensive mid and we don't really have many of those i think pranay holder is like one of the only other players who can do that so when we see like issues in the national team with respect to how porous we can be or the fact that we don't have a strong midfield presence that's something this guy can really offer up ahead well uh, akash coming to your problems in the national team it's not just the midfield even the defense looks in tatters now right you don't know who is going to pair with sandeep jingar when the national team plays that match against qatar that's true uh, but it's a it's a good good problem to solve for uh, evo team match right now i don't think uh, the jingan adil play, pair was going to continue for long adil was anyway uh, supposed to be a central midfielder right and right. he moved back into defense is that correct yes it is is right um, it's a uh, i mean this, this i think shlok and uh, sandeep might be able to answer this question this question better because i tend to i tend to not believe in the hype of, of a Say a Chengland Sana right now. It is it is so dependent on the kind of team you are playing for right now, and the kind of setup you are in. And the national team is a completely different ball game. Uh, so you can't really pick out just just the best best fifteen players from this season of ISL. There is there is something about experience and the aura of playing in the national team that is completely different. So I don't I don't go by form too much, and that's that's also something Constantine stuck to, right? That's why he was get berated so much that he would play play the players which. uh people wouldn't agree on but this these are the players he's seen for about 2 years so he fixed those i don't know about steamage's philosophy right now well sandeep do, do you think uh, this season of the isl is 
solving the problems that the national team uh, has been facing over the past year or so in what sense in the sense that uh, there have been positions where you don't know who your first choice uh, starter is uh, has this season of the isl given you an answer to that question uh, not not completely because like you like i agree with akar srik chinglang sena is doing well now but i think it's a lot is dependent on the formation and the setup that hyderabad plays in and uh, most of the other team <coughs> other teams do play with uh, foreign center back so that continues to be a situation that needs to be looked into and, and to be completely honest right i think whenever the national team is going to be announced adil khan is going to be there and he is going to probably play with uh, sandeep singh that would be my guess and, and at the this, same time this is despite he not playing enough in the league right yeah yeah but that doesn't really matter i think Uh, and then, and when you look at the forward line again, who are you going to look at to say, okay, he's going to change the game? So you have a Liston who can play there as a false nine or maybe like a nine and a half or whatever you want to call it. Uh, he can do it, but there is also let's complete. Let's be honest here. Yeah, we have a lot of wingers and all these kind of things, and this is something a coach told me. When you are actually sitting in the stadium and watching the game, you can see what the players are doing. generally when they are off the ball or the kind of physical presence they have or the what what all they can like provide you physically which is not visible on a television screen you know because that's not what tv is about right tv is about dynamism and then you need to show cut to action and all these kind of things so you don't see all those things so if you are a national team coach and you are getting paid a lot of money to be the national team coach and you essentially not played a game in like a year and uh, the your league season is going on all the matches are happening in one place because let's face it he is not going to look into any players in the i league the entire isl is going on in one space you can literally watch all the games by sitting in goa so why not why doesn't stima come back and uh, watch the games over here he is giving interviews from croatia talking about the future and things like that why don't you come and uh, watch those games like look at hali the performance that he is providing on the left wing now we only have sunil chetri who who can score goals at that level so maybe hali can slot in on the left or maybe hali can play in the center you can see all these things i'm just giving as an example okay i don't think hali should play in the center but uh, i personally don't understand the philosophy and the reasoning why uh, stimach is not here is it a visa thing which i think you can sort out because the entire uh, spanish football uh, segunda division is here so you know he was probably not given a broadcast contract so it wasn't worth his time here <laughs> <laughs> no it's yeah, like well, in addition to all the money that he is getting paid uh, <laughs> chilling in croatia but just don't get it like you come here watch it maybe you'll see something that uh, none of the journalists or uh, anybody else sees and maybe you can no, that's a very good point i i agree with sandeep i never thought about it i don't know why he's sitting there when his uh, when the one team he's managing is here and in one place they are all in one place i agree with you Well, this is something where uh, I really co- commended what Constantine did. Right, he used to travel around, uh, watch the matches, and back then it was not happening in one place like it, it's happening now in Goa. Yes, there were questions asked about his team selection, but that meant st- stuck to his players. And once he was gone, we saw kind of saw the reason why he did not include a certain player that we back then thought could be a part of could be the part of the national team given his performance in the domestic domestic circuit. Shlok. Quite honestly, I wasn't. Hello. Yeah, yeah, go on. 
Yeah, dude, I wasn't like really around into Indian football when Constantine was there. Oh, you were not there? Okay, cool, cool. No, like I was there around Intercontinental Cup, so I think I know more about this last couple of years. But to speak from like a general perspective, I understand that like suppose you have a player like Liston, right? You everyone's hyping him up and they think he's a great player, but then someone like Constantine doesn't pick him for the national team. But uh, there's a reason because there is a system in place. It happened with Sousa, right? It yeah. happened with Sousa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So maybe he expects like a more defensive presence out of the player, or it's like a very system-based thing. And you know, then there's like that whole debate about national teams because, like, so generally uh, managers go for a more conservative playstyle with national teams because the camps are short and they don't get much time to train the movements and attacking movement and all. You need a very high level of uh, technical play in the team for everyone to gel quickly. So it's still like kind of understandable from Constantine's side as to why he would stick with the same players because they're familiar with how he plays. And not just not just Suicide, it was also around Rahul Bheke, if you remember. There was a lot of uh, lot of uproar around. We can see uh, how Rahul Bheke is doing now. I think Seriton one was still like valid because Seriton's doing pretty well as well. But... Yeah, but Rahul Bheke, I think I think the issue was uh, he made too many mistakes. Is what what. Constantine seemed to believe in, uh, which mm-hmm. I sort of agree with him on. So yeah, but that, that that's the thing. Uh, just Shlok Shlok probably hasn't followed because he's from that uh, Chetri wala Chetri jo. Yeah, that video banana. Yeah, I'm from that. Yeah, yeah. He's he's yeah, yeah. at that Chetri video wala fan. <laughs> <laughs> just to just to tell you listeners, this is not a dig. He's actually very young. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just happened to come around at that time. <laughs> So, but in general, in general, Constantine used to get berated a lot for his for the, his his uh, last his squad selections for about two years or one and a half years. In general, because because the because of the quality of coverage and the quality uh, of uh, you know awareness that Indian football fans had had got in the in those two years, it was so high that every every fan was pitching for their team and every owner wanted their player. Uh, to be to be in the national team and that's how they gauged everything because Bengaluru FC had those national players. Jeet uh, Bajaj was going about these are the number of national player national team players. I they had a huge count count of um, how much how many national team players the, the academy had delivered, etc. etc. But Constantine stuck to it and to be fair to him, I don't think I've seen India play as well as they did in the AFC Asian Cup. Unfortunately, in the last match they they went very defensive and again Constantine had clarified that this was. They were not meant to be that defensive. It was just a mindset yeah. change because because and, and, yeah, you could see the team was playing out of fear. Yeah, yeah, but otherwise, otherwise, um, I think Constantine's you know general selection was were really you know how do you say vindicated in the in the hmm. two matches against Thailand and UAE. Very right. unfortunate what happened against Bahrain, but that's how it goes. Well, that about the national team, guys. But uh, we come back to the league that's ongoing because. And we'll the league that sparked it all. I was just about to say it. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so back to the league now. Uh, the Northeast United's opponents, uh, ATK Mohan Bagan. Uh, Shlok, coming to you with this. Uh, it's been a topsy-turvy right to say the least, right? In the past five games, uh, they won two, they lost two, they've drawn one. Uh, yeah. uh, how? What do you make of this? Like this run, this uh, this team is a defending champion team. And, uh, Are they? It, it, the team, at least, is the different <laughs> team, not the name per se. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, so far, they have been playing the way we have seen ATK Mohan Bagan or uh, seen a Habas side play uh, 
hmm. the past as well. But this time things don't seem to bode well for them. Oh uh, yeah, I mean honestly, I don't know if it's because they're missing a creative presence like Suraj in the team as he did earlier. Because you, uh, okay. So so when you have someone like in a wing back role, you're always looking at what extra thing they offer as compared to a full back, right? And I think that's what really made their system tick. The fact that they had someone as uh, direct as Prabir, and at the same time they had someone as um, possession oriented as Suraj. But because of his loss and their inability to replace him properly. they've gone to what seems to be like a very standard 4-4-2 ish formation and i don't know if it's just that opponents have figured them out in a better manner or it's just like the overall standard of the league has gone up or just the fact that their players aren't performing as well as they used to because i mean roy krishna he just scored his seventh goal tonight and i think last season around this phase he might have had 10 goals probably more assists or something i think it's a lot of factors coming in here Sandeep, do you think uh, ATK Mohan Bagan is too over reliant on, say, a Krishna and a Williams to see them through these games? But uh, ATK has always been severely reliant on those two to get the goals. So I wouldn't say they are over reliant. But what I would say is, and this is something that uh, I was thinking today when I was coming back from work, uh, and it's off the back of the conversation that we had in a previous podcast where you asked about Mumbai and ATK and. the style of play right because the results may not be going as well sometimes the coaches tend to go back to the basics and do what they really you know do best mm-hmm. which is to shut shop and you know uh, play a defensive football for habas maybe he's just gone back to that kind of a situ- uh, you know that kind of an attitude and mm-hmm. may- maybe that's not doing well because look at today you can argue that the first one was a foul on tiri I thought it was sort of okay. Second goal was, you know, uh, Gallegos. That was a great goal. So these are goals that you sometimes you can't really do anything about. So some losses come like that also. And the other loss I think came to uh, Mumbai, right? Previously. Yeah. yeah. Well, they are the best team in the country. So yeah, even there, <coughs> sort of makes sense. No, just my point is that they aren't a team that creates all that much. So scoring goals has always been a bit of a problem for them. when we saw earlier on the earlier on in the league they scored some crazy goals which like the whole debate about xg and the real conversion and all they were over, overperforming a lot and now you know when they do happen to concede goals against mumbai a team that attacks a lot or northeast a team that scored as sandeep said some phenomenal goals which you usually don't concede it's harder for them to bounce back into it because their entire philosophy is based on not conceding when you concede then it's like okay what now Right, right, right. But best team in the land, Akash Mumbai, Mumbai City FC. They have five, six points clear on the top. All of that is good, but uh, कुछ मजा नहीं आ रहा यार watching them play, especially the last game against Chennai. No, sorry. Can I add to the ATK Mohan Bagan thing? Yeah, yeah. Go on. Ah, so I, I, I agree with Shlok. Who they were playing a very, how do you say, a low percentage game throughout the season, in the sense that the, the results could go either way. I think most of their wins are one nil wins. Uh, if not one nil, then they are two nil wins. And there was there was so many victories which are like, if you remember the victory against Goa, where Ivan gifted them a late penalty mm. uh, for a one nil win, or Williams' screamer versus BFC was another right. one nil win. Uh, then against Northeast United, it was such a dismal match, but they had two set pieces and they won two nil. Uh, another game against Goa. uh where you know garcia's free kick got them got them ahead and then pandita equalized 
there are so many games like this even again recently sorry there there's, there's a plane going above me uh recently even against chennai nfc was a stoppage time set piece goal right uh, in stop in williams's header yeah. his header so there are so many games that went 1-0 1-0 it could have gone either way and and frankly this is and stroke is very right this is they were overperforming from an expected goals point of view and this has become it's it's just a law of averages it's catching up with them catching up with them yes catching up with them and uh, uh how do you say it they, i think there are injuries as well in in defense right i think subhashish bose is out uh, sumitra mm. he was playing today right. and uh, also northeast again gifted them possession and which is something they struggled at this is something stuart baxter did early in the season as well he, they basically said you take the ball you play with it Unlike what Mohan Bagan wants, like right. unlike unlike what eighty game Mohan Bagan wants is that they 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 want to play on the counter attack. They they want to give possession away. But Jamil and Stuart Baxter both did this. They they just gave gave possession. You you play with the ball, we'll we'll counter attack you. That's what they did successfully as well. One was more successful than the other. Did they get the Marcelino deal through? Is that like true? Uh, Which one? No no clarity on that. I suppose like I've read about it, but. Yeah, Marcelino to that place, and I think Iban goes to uh, the other way around. I I think so. Loan move. I'm not sure. But yeah, uh, Iban goes also to Odisha, and uh, Marcelino comes to ATK. So oh, that's done, na? Huh? That's done. I mean, Iban I saw it somewhere. Again. I don't know. Yeah, I and then I also done. was looking at their uh, profile. They have John Johnson, who's not even in India, I think. Yeah. So why? He's just why on payroll, chilling. Money? Yeah. Yeah, but why? It's like no sense. It's like they're throwing away money when the world is struggling for money. Like what are you doing? Either you release him or uh, play him. At least bring him to the country. You know, give him a sharing room or something. So you don't have to pay extra. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Kerala Blasters really needs to get Sandeep as a TD. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money will save them. Yeah, sharing room. <laughs> like full naughty stuff, dude. Well, uh, last episode, uh, Akash, you spoke about the problems of the field for Bagan. Also, is there has there been any development on that front? Uh, ATK Mohan, the Marina is not wanting wanting ATK to be associated with the team. Yeah, it's escalated uh, in a pretty bad manner now. Now people are out on the streets. Initially, it was only social media. Oh God, <laughs> they're actually out on the streets and they want they're holding up banners where which they're saying remove ATK. And I kind of I know other fans will obviously mock them. But I kind of empathize with them. I understand where they're coming from. Um, I also understand that they 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 were happy to take the deal initially because they did think they cannot cannot miss out on ISL. It would it would be a sort of a historic blow if they miss out on ISL and reject this deal. But even the owners, the ATK owners have well, the ex ATK owners and now ATK Mohan Bagan owners are playing a bad game. Uh, they're not listening to fans. That they're, they're uh, I don't know. The issue is that. there's a side to there's there are two sides to this story i'm going to empathize with the fans uh because i understand because i just see the bigger picture and and i know why atk was formed and this was the end goal they were never supposed to survive on their own this was a way to sort of um how do you say it uh, get get kolkata's big clubs on board to isl this was the only avenue left to them and uh, i'm going to empathize with them however unprofessional however silly they look or whatever they want whatever that is but it's it's a it's very silly for them to sort of trample all over the legacy and play with that third kit uh 
I I understand. I think Sandeep will have a different point of view to this. But before Sandeep steps in, no, no, I have no uh, different point of view. Oh, no different point of view. But uh, no, no. I have a question for you, Akash here. But I didn't know demerge was a word. Demerge is a word. Yes, I I googled after you tweeted it out. No. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, I'm like good only man. Like like Akash said, if your end goal is always to get this done, but yeah, it's just it is the way it is. But guys, is this a lost cause? Given the way we have seen how ISL or FSDL in general operates. Yeah, yeah. There is no, there is no, there is no going back. What is demerge? Demerge. Kolkata, Kolkata fans think about demerging as if because because they they are used to sponsors splitting away and going back. This is not a sponsor deal. This is a this is a joint venture. You don't demerge. It's an ownership, right? Yeah, it's it's a right. joint ownership. So joint we get. I mean, the eighty percent is owned. Exactly. It's like me saying CFG Nature. They'll have to sell it, sell the club to someone else, and it's like uh-huh. a huge thing. But you won't say it. Ah, that's not going to happen. Well, since you 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 Yeah, but uh, which one? Sorry, which which match was this? Mumbai Chennai, where Chennai equalized, and Jahu. Oh, the the Jahu arrogance bit. Correct. <laughs> I think Mumbai are just going through a phase where they're trying a few things. I I I don't know if Shlok agrees. Maybe they're trying a few things, or maybe they're they're just missing one or two key players every match. I think they were they missing a player in, against Chennai as well. Um. Four four stubs together. Yeah. For the first time we saw that it was it was almost like a okay we are now losing it let's put in the cavalry. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Team and this is so I I figured from that I only half watched that match to be honest but I know that before that uh, you know they were missing Santana against East Bengal. Hmm. Uh, although East Bengal outplayed them in the second half there was it was yeah yeah. Mumbai. Then they were missing they they were missing Bumu in the previous match when Hyderabad. Probably edged the match. I don't know if they were at least on par. Uh, yeah. Then there was no Jahu when there was a clash of styles against Mohan Bagan, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And they dominated that match. That that was good. And the one I think the last time I remember Mumbai playing a best eleven, their best eleven, which which my Shlok would say that this is this is my team's best eleven, was probably when they were hammering BFC in those for in that mm. first half. That's, probably that's, yeah. that's, that's how I see Mumbai right now. I think they're still um, oh they they'll just. Uh, There's still a couple of Goan players short of success. <laughs> My God, is that why Jackie's come? <laughs> oh yes, Jackie. Yeah, Jackie's come. Nawaz is coming. Man, don't don't get me started, dude. So uh, tell me this, look. Like uh, I have to ask you this because yeah, yeah. you're a fan and you also do a lot of analysis and with numbers and things. Hmm. Now, first of all, Amrinder going is going to be absolutely terrible for you guys. Uh, yeah, so it, terrible. Just and I just wanted to ask about Jahu because okay yeah when I'm watching the game it was just occurring to me like maybe he is not worth the hassle anymore yeah I I completely get your point 
And I think this is something Shlok has said in the past. Like he would not have Jahu in the team. Uh, but yeah. he said that about ATK, right? Specifically yeah. to play against a team like ATK. Yeah. But having seen your team perform the way they did against ATK, do you think, feel like Chahu's maybe not worth the hassle? You See, can like, <laughs> I really dislike criticizing my own team's players, but I will say this. There are times where he does seem like a liability because at this point, he's defensively regressed so much that he's on the pitch because he passes like... His passes, passes are amazing. But then the one game where his passes aren't reaching, like... Chennai's game, you know, then you really like put things into perspective and you're like, holy shit, what is this guy doing? And then his recklessness and everything, how prone we are to just going down to 10 men. Um, Yeah, just all things considered, I think he is like the most dispensable foreigner at the moment. So next year, if there's a three plus one, I can imagine him sitting and maybe Rainier starting in that double pivot. I also, I also asked uh, Lovera this question in that message that you can He'll never admit it though. Right. So, uh, in the post-match interview, if you can go, if anybody listening can also go and check it on their Facebook page or whatever, wherever you find it. When they ask about uh, Jahu, Lobera was defending him, but he had a smile, sort of like a smile on his face. Like, maybe he knew something we didn't, or maybe he didn't want to say something, or didn't want to say something untoward as such. Right, so... From the expression, I thought maybe there's something there. That actually brings me to one interesting point. Um, I didn't watched the match completely, the Chennai one, but from what the bits and pieces I noticed was Rowlin was more involved in the play. Like, relatively more involved as he as he would be, uh, as compared to what he would be. So, I really think Lobera has gone to Jao and told him, like, you know, calm down a bit. You don't need to have the ball all the time. And play, you know, with like a bit of humility. I don't know what happened with that whole goal kick and all. But I think like at this point, Lobera may have like spoken to him about this and how he kind of needs to get his head back in the game and stop like playing with like all that arrogance you know but so what's what's the scene with goal kicks in mumbai city does amrinder not take any one any single kick? no he takes sometimes like i don't know it's just like them messing around really like as it is we play out from the back so it's going to be like probably going to be amrinder kicking it short and so that's the thing that's the thing i think i think that is why uh, Nawaz is going to come in instead of Amrinder. I think right. Lobera misses that piece of the puzzle and he probably doesn't want Jahu where he was when he uh, tried that skill, that silly skill. Uh, <laughs> and I, think, I don't think Jahu would be there if, if Nawaz was the keeper. That's, but that's yaar, if Nawaz comes in, he might end up conceding a lot of goals. Exactly. I genuinely find Amrinder to be a really good option right now because like what I saw earlier from the season was Nawaz, when he's put under pressure, he just whacks the ball out and Amrinder still plays with some composure and keeps possession to a degree, you know. Like this season, Nawaz's distribution has been horrific. Uh, Do you guys remember uh, this? Uh, now that you mentioned skills at unnecessary places, right? Last year, sorry. When, uh, last year, uh, when Kerala Blasters were beating Hyderabad, I think 5-0 or something. Mm-hmm. The yeah, one yeah. game they actually won, yeah. and Prashant tried to do a rainbow <laughs> and got messed about by the Hyderabad players. Oh my god! Talk about unnecessary skills. <laughs> 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 that would have been hilarious. The rainbow didn't come off, by the way. So, <laughs> <laughs> did you make it to the highlight reel? Are you happy? Rahul KP, maybe to try it. Oh, I missed that. 
What's it? Kerala players. One, one, one player who had who has tried this recently. I've forgotten. I think it's Rahul KP or maybe. I think how he was, and then he got like tackled. Ah, I mean, he was semi-successfully the foul. Yeah, yeah. But he's done that, right? Rahul KP is very. He's actually the probably the most enterprising of the youngsters we have. Wo yeah, yeah. Try karta he'll go and do something. Yeah, yeah. and he does it does it really well. He does it with a lot of confidence. Also, I agree. It's fun to watch. He made a muck out of uh, who was that Mumbai City defender in that Super Cup when he was playing with the Arrows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember, I don't but yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Step back into Indian football. I I don't know <laughs> if it was Goyan or uh, or somebody else. Oh, Lucian Goyan is a is a legend. <laughs> ah, so, so Rahul KP made a complete knockout of him. Yeah, that was a Dennis Bergkamp push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, remember uh, that goal. It was mad. It's so much fun to see an ISL side uh, floundering, but uh, that's <laughs> yeah, good, good history lessons right there. <laughs> Moving on, guys. We we talk about Jamshedpur and Odisha next. First up, Jamshedpur, uh, a win, a draw, and three losses in the last five games. Uh, Sandeep, you spoke to Owen Koyal at the start of the season. And he said a lot about what he was expecting from his team and what he would like to deliver from his team. Has anything happened from what he spoke? It started off that way, uh, then sort of tapered off after. Then now again they are doing. They are one of those teams who, which is like, it's up and down, right? They don't know what you're going to get from them because Valskis is a very moody player. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just see him walking around and just shaking his head and arms and things and not really putting, throwing himself about. But then he's alive in one second, and he scores a goal, and then goes back to sulking again. So there is that one. Then uh, Jackie was supposed to be one of their main players that they were looking at to be, you know, the, the Indian leader in their locker room, and they let him go. So a uh, lot of the things that they've decided in the beginning has not really panned out. Uh, it's I. Liked them in the beginning as the team, the way they were playing and things like that. But now I feel maybe the law of averages is sort of catching up to them. And Valskis without a Krivelaro to give him those passes, I don't think he's going to score as freely as he did. He's always going to score because he's a good striker. But I don't think he's going to score as freely. So maybe they need to bring somebody of that uh, elk to you know to, to play with him. Well, Kevlaro might be out of question, Slok, but uh, Farooq Chaudhary is going to has gone to uh, Jamshedpur FC for the remainder of the season. Do you see things changing either for the player or for the team? Um, for the player, certainly he's getting more time now. I I think he had a good game. I didn't watch the match. It's just based on hearsay and the interview that took place after the match. He certainly seems happy to be there because he's getting his play play time. Jamshedpur, yeah, as Sandeep said, very up-down team. It's like sometimes based on individual performances as well. So I think it's a bit too early to tell how it's going to pan out for them. And four to six points away from that top four slot, uh, spot, uh, Akash. Uh, like, should you should the team still be looking for that top four or like look ahead to the next season? No, no I think they they are still looking for the top spot. It just just needs a sequence of three wins it seems to be hard for js for jamshedpur rather because um, well when tp ranesh is becoming your man of the match almost every match it's it's a problematic situation right uh, <laughs> basically tp ranesh is bailing you out every match that's that's how it's going out you know even even their last victory against bfc actually tp ranesh was their best player and then they nicked a goal it was it was a 1-0 victory he he saved a, quite quite a few Uh, BFC goals. 
and uh, against hyderabad they were uh, shlok is right uh, farooq was very lively uh, when he came on and uh, and it seems to be uh, their reinforcement seem to be towards the pacey side so maybe coil is sort of looking at a certain style of play as well uh, maybe more towards a counter attacking style maybe maybe pacey pacey players who can who can also press higher i don't know what 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 thinking behind is but it is very clear he wanted pace and jackie wasn't cutting it even though jackie was playing in a number 10 role also for him which was a very interesting sort of uh, innovation in a way for a for a foreign coach to do uh but they've been very poor of late and and it's a, it's a very funny it's i i find it uh, very funny that all all coaches generally compare the uh, co- sort of complain complain that uh matches are you know coming thick and fast you don't and they don't have a break going call coil has basically been complaining that the break was too long and we haven't picked up <laughs> and he's lost three straight and then drawn the last match against hyderabad right so so basically the managers find an excuse one way or the other but he's yeah. he's not really recovered since that uh, goal line goal line thing was disallowed right. oh that that was one hell of a day well, yeah so he's hoping best for jamshedpur fc and with that we move on to the next team odisha fc's akarsh's favorite team akarsh This team, ah, Odisha FC. I expected. Yes, actually, Odisha FC is doing uh, pretty decently well since they have switched to a four-four-two. As far as I I can remember, mm-hmm. uh, basically they've they've moved uh, uh, both Diego and Onbu, or Diego or Daniel, or Onbu or Daniel, whichever combination. I don't remember which one was the last combination against BFC. It was it was Onbu and Diego again. So so they basically mid-season I think he shifted from a four-two-three-one to a four-four-two. and he's doing really well i mean uh, they've got draws against bfc which could have gone either way they did drew against hyderabad which again hyderabad could have probably uh, sealed the win in the first half but in the second half they went they came back really well odisha did did really well then they beat kerala 4-2 uh, and they drew against uh, chennai fc 1 and they lost the other one against chennai but it seems to be uh, there, there has been a good tweak to the system uh, they they They, they had started, I think, with a four-two-three-one. Then, when Vinith Rai came into the picture, then it became a four-three-three, which wasn't really helping them out too much. It was stretching the midfield too much, I think. Uh, and now the four-four-two seems to be really good. Like they, they, they have, they seem to have players in the middle, and uh, there's still a very good attacking threat uh, up front. I think that's the change Baxter has made, and Marcelino is still, still out of the picture. Well, and, he's uh, anyways planning to leave the team. Ha huh, this is the first time I'm hearing it here right now I haven't okay. heard about it Well there's another transfer uh, rumor going around with Odisha is that Inman might join the team Who sorry Brad Inman Inman would not might join again I have no idea about this but yeah he's been doing I don't know if that will happen if uh, if Harvey who sorry Edu Garcia is injured right Right So I don't know if that's a Good decision by he's in eighty eight came on Bagan right? Yep. So I don't know if that 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 will go through or maybe his injury will become a problem for him. Let's see. Uh, all right. Well, with that we move on to the next team, Kerala Blasters. Uh, Sandeep, you might you might end up becoming the TD for Kerala Blasters in the coming seasons in future. We hope for that. But before that, what's happening with this team this time round? Well, pretty much the same. I think. Uh, I think they have one of the better things that they have, that has gone for them is the sort of rise of Rahul K P as his goal scorer in the last couple of games. 
uh, i don't know if he can sustain it for long periods of time but uh, hopefully he can because they really do need a goal scorer because uh, whatever money they paid for hooper doesn't seem to be helping because he's it just feels like when you see him <laughs> right it looks like he's absolutely shattered <laughs> absolutely shattered he had two chances in the last game uh, where one was the goalkeeper had advanced and any player even like if we play on the streets he would take a shot because there's an empty post Just try and hit it. If it goes in, it goes in. Otherwise, no. Yeah, I can't he believe it. Dude, yeah, that pass to Sandeep Singh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then again, he was inside the box. He had the space and he chose to pass out wide again. And this is a center forward you're talking about. Any center forward worth, like, if he's, I, that's why I said he looks shattered because it, most of the people would just whack it. No finesse and shit like that. Just put your laces through it, smash it at the goal. If it goes in, it goes in. because that's what essentially you're paid to do at the end of the day and you see him he doesn't take players on uh, and few times when he made runs you could see that his teammates they chose to do a different option even when this guy was in good position so maybe they are also thinking oh, maybe there's no point passing to him in that sense and his confidence is gone and all this kind of thing and sometimes he stands like you know you can hide in the football field right? Right. like sort yeah, of yeah, look yeah. like you are playing like i used to go for headers because i have glasses and i used to jump and then last minute just duck a little bit and say yeah. oh shit i just missed it he never <laughs> headed the ball yeah i never i, I can't it'll smash my face and do like no chance Same. but anyway the point is to look like you're doing something but not really doing it right right so uh, he is oh, going to play he's going to play because jordan mare is injured but i also think, I, i think hooper's performance has improved since uh, Vikunia started playing two up front. Very exactly. Similar. Now he's gone. No, so that's why I was thinking Rahul KP has to be the. Hopefully, uh-huh. he can keep scoring. And he was. He was actually. He. He. Uh, I think Mare was injured in at half time yeah. of the Bangalore FC match, and then uh, instead of instead of um, keeping only Hooper up front, Vikunia actually pushed Rahul KP as his partner up front, and uh, Rahul KP got the final goal in the in in in, in stoppage time. But that's yeah. that's generally generally coincided with the Kerala's turn of fortune. I don't think they've lost. These a, are also uh, goals that are that came from set pieces. It's not like you know when we try to have a narrative of Rahul K P being like a striker, like a new striker or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not really him scoring from like an opportunity that you'd get from open play. Or... Uh-huh, but B F C B F C goal was an open play, right? Open play was a counter attack. Was... So he was uh-huh. up front. He was counter attacking. So, वो है मतलब at least at least from a setup point of view, I think Kibu Vikunia has gone away from his favorite four two three one. Yeah, gone more towards a four four. Four two or a four four one one or whatever way you want to say it, because Hooper was playing just behind Mare. I think Hooper wasn't the final, the most forward player. Yeah, yeah. Mare, I think, is a lot more mobile. He yes. runs around. He's very versatile. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He'll press. Worked yeah. well for them. Uh, as far as I remember, the last four matches it worked well for them. One of them was a lucky win, where um, again Rainish. Um, yeah, forgot that he was Jamshedpur uh, keeper for a while. Yeah. <laughs> So Renish is really cool, right? He goes from um, hero to zero, and then hero again, and then zero again. It's, it's <laughs> I think that that's a Kerala boy coming out of him doing the match. <laughs> I can't betray my <laughs> best, yeah. that kind of machine. Yep. Yeah. Well, that about Kerala Blasters FC, guys. We had a lot of discussion. I think it's time for us to take a small break. 
we'll be back soon with uh, the remaining teams in the ISL. So do stay tuned. Hey, listener, and welcome back to Injury Time, your one-stop shop for everything on Indian football. Well, continuing with our discussion on the ISL, we go next to Bengaluru. Sandeep, we're coming to you, Bengaluru FC. And seems like Deshaun Brown, their former player, has come out uh, and hit out at the club for the way they played the football. And that kind of hampered his uh, time in Indian football till then when, when he was at Bengaluru FC. Yeah, so... Uh... During the press conference before the previous game against uh, Mohan Bagan, against Mohan Bagan, right. he was speaking about, you know, I asked him about like, you know, you scored the goal and things and asked him why is there any difference and he said they play a lot more centrally now and, you know, BFC tend to play out wide and uh, look to cross the ball inside and their delivery is not that great. So, uh, this has irked some BFC fans, uh, understandably so. But uh, there is, I think there is some truth to the fact to what he said. Because a lot of time, he only played on wide. So, his own crossing was not great, I assume. And generally also, it just feels... I mean, we've been complaining and, you know, not complaining. Just basically saying BFC are not the, that good the team anymore. I think they've won uh, seven matches without a win now. Right. So, that's like a crazy long time. Even at, at like a high level of football also to go seven matches without a win. It's quite uh, jarring for a team that is used to winning all the time. And there's, their struggles are still the same only, right? The, they don't have a striker who can score goal. Parth Jindal tweeted that all we are lacking is a quality striker. When he bought two this year only. And one is still playing. So, imagine his morale and the owner says we don't have a quality stri- striker in our team. And uh, their left side is again uh, problematic now because... Uh, Parag seems to be, he is good going forward, but his positional sense is sort of all over the place. If you see that goal against uh, that uh, Odisha, he chased Jerry to the center, fouled him, and then Jerry just caught up and took the pass and it went through the left side only. And he's getting no help from Clayton, who does not come back anyway. So when he was playing, that, at that time, Clayton Silva was playing on that side. And then they try to play a 4 4 2 with Suresh out wide. Although he was not going too wide, the width was more from the right back than the right midfielder. And that sort of nullifies what Suresh is all about, who's running around and you know, he should be in the center. So it seems like they're still trying to figure out an identity for that team. Pratik Chaudhary uh, is another mystery. We have often talked about him and I got around to asking Naushad Musa about him. And, this, and one thing about Naushad Musa, like I know Akars is not a, a big fan of his charisma, but he's a damn honest guy. So, when you asked him, he said he's not a BFC kind of player. He doesn't play the way we like to play football. So, then why did you sign him? Right, That would be the first question that you can ask. Because you could do without a Pratik Chaudhary in the BFC team, I would think. Probably I could have gone for somebody else. So, there's a lot of issues happening there. And to be fair, I got a message from one of the BFC fans also. And who was telling me about something uh, about uh, Carle Square that's time. And uh, just sort of reminded me of something about how Carles always seemed to... So, BSC is a big team, right? You're supposed to play with a certain mentality of a big team. Mm-hmm. And Carles at some point looked to have changed and tweaked and changed things for every single game. So, if you are supposedly the biggest team, you don't generally adjust to the smaller teams. Mm-hmm. You try to, you know, uh, force your style of play onto the game, which they have not done. 
and you can see it also sometimes they man marked with the striker which is very absurd to, to in in some ways because you generally man mark uh, let's say man marking jahu you put your uh, you put a number 10 on him not a striker because the moment you get the ball the striker is knackered by running behind him so you sort of need him to be fresh so these kind of uh, mistakes and uh, you know tactical tweaks it just kept happening and they sort of maybe felt like this is not the kind of football we want to play which probably led to his uh, exit also so lot of things going on in that club i think i think they need a refresher and they need to probably refresh the squad also maybe lose some uh, lose some players who have been there for a while because maybe that that will help them also like and i'm not uh, saying anything bad about udanta but maybe udanta should just leave the club just to see experience a different uh, professional system experience a different just to freshen his career up because he's been here 6 7 years and uh, it's maybe it's gotten stale and he sort of knows he'll play most of the time you know all those kind of things so maybe go and have a new challenge where you have to fight for your space if you go to a mumbai or something like that i'm not so you'll have to fight for your space very hard and maybe that will revitalize his career again well uh, akarsh lot of problems in bfc do you see them turning things around this season i know you don't like naushad moza but he's the man at helm now it's not like i don't like him guys ye narrative mat dalo yaar i was just not fond of his uh, like public appearances he needs to be sort of say even even if he doesn't mean things he needs to say the right things i, I suppose that's how sometimes it it works right for yes. example robby 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 fowler before the match would always say even even though he knew that he had a set of very poor players he would still say for <laughs> the match that the dressing room is fine we are all great this that wagera wagera right he wouldn't yeah. say that the pressure is on this that wagera we so and and then after the match he would he would <laughs> you know shoot shoot on other players but that that's a different matter but just just a little bit of a public profiling helps it, it helps to see your manager in in the in a stronger light but uh, as far as as far as bfc is concerned I, any any bfc fans listening to this is going to piss them off but while i was watching the odisha match and i knew that the goal will come and i knew it will come from a set piece and everybody sort of knew that and that that's how they were creating chances as well from throw throw ins or set pieces and it got me to thinking is is if if i have to compare if i have to find a team that is closest matching to a real kashmir from my league right okay it it is unbelievable unbelievable for me to say that it is bfc right now where 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 you are so dependent on a hey, set real piece. kashmir considered two goals two <laughs> goals one is an outstanding long ranger one is a 9 second goal Mm. Yeah, yeah, but 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 still, I'm just talking about the oh, yeah. Of, size, yeah, just yeah, a style of play which is very functional, uh, and they don't seem to have gotten out of it. Although they've again again tweaked the system since they brought Odanta and Chetri up front, right? And uh, I don't know how many times in this pod I've already said that one one of the teams has gone to a four four two system, <laughs> but it seems to be in vogue again. because that's what bfc have also done with uh, putting udanta um, and chetri there and unfortunately that also puts clayton towards the left it it sort of worked better for them they could have picked up more points than just the one point from the last two games uh, dimas's exit hasn't helped and you're right also about suresh wangjam being uh, you know deployed towards the right side but uh, i i don't know i i do get a feeling that the 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 a victory is around the corner i always get that feeling with bfc that they can they can eke out a win 
doesn't seem to be coming for some reason it's it's very close for, for against kerala they could have won the match they eventually lost at the other end they could have easily scored from that again set piece and against odisha shrishtip was although gurpreet was also a hero with some miraculous saves but arshdeep was also a hero so again it, it it became a basketball match and that is generally probably more refreshing to see bfc in a basketball match rather than a kg kg affair they usually have Well, Shlok, this aura about BFC that a win is always around the corner has been built over over a series of seasons, right? But this time round, things have changed suddenly for them. The coach had to go midway through because he was sacked. Uh, how much has that affected it? Because Naushad Musa, like this is his first experience in the ISL. See, I mean, for anyone to take up on this BFC team as an interim coach was always going to be a tough ask, given the recruitment they've had, the squad they've had. um the tactics or perhaps lack of tactics that carlos had in his team it was always going to be a tough job for noshad musa to get into and even stabilize so i don't exactly blame him for you know whatever he's taking over and um again i don't know much about him so i don't want to comment on any sort of pedigree or like i don't want to say anything like he doesn't have experience or anything but it's just a very difficult situation to be in general if you're looking at that club i think if he was some, at some other club which was probably in a more stable or like had a more settled playing 11 then he would be doing better it'll be an easier job for him to do rather no but then he wouldn't be the head coach of any team right that's the catch with the <laughs> coaches if yeah yeah no i'm saying interim job i'm saying interim job but it's like <laughs> this is like even being an interim coach this is like probably one of the worst teams to be an interim coach of at the moment given how unstable things are on to that you that's know they must leaving you, and all that's a fair point if you compare to jamil that's actually a fair point jamil still had a, a stable team he had his like self- he knew his performers he he had yeah. a fair idea of who was doing what and then in most uh, musa's case also you know dimas left brown left it's it's just like all over the place at this point and well, not the best time to be a bengaluru fc fan is what i could gauge from this well guys moving on uh, fc goa won fernando there's a big assignment coming up for them with the afc champions league starting in april but before that the league sandeep things don't look good for them do they no they look fine they look fine yeah they are still in the top 4 uh, essentially that's your primary motivation right to finish top 4 i'm sure uh, so i had to i mean i got a chance to talk to the ravi ravi puskar who is the director of football for uh, fc goa so we were just talking about how they and built Mumbai the team City. sorry and no and mumbai city no. also <laughs> <laughs> so he, he was just talking to me about how they go about signing players and finding the right fit and you know how the philosophy and all i'll put out the podcast uh, in the coming week so uh, yeah from that point of view if you look at it they are a team that is built to last but uh, right now it just feels like you know uh, i saw a tweet that angulo and fernando had a fight and angulo is going to leave and things i just think that's all uh, i don't i personally don't put any uh, you know i don't i don't i just don't think that is true because Lot of the things that oh, you Ravi, see on this. Ravi actually retweeted that. And I'm saying yawn, no. Yeah, yeah, I made a mockery yeah. of it. So the point is like maybe it looks looks to me in the sense that Fernando 
he took the first half of the season right to figure out who is his what is his best style of football and how can he play the way that he wants to play and in the beginning angulo was there and angulo was scoring the goal sort of told him you know stay up front and finish the moves and that's what angulo has always said that i don't get involved in the build up i'm there as a finisher so i think more and more as they figured out how they want to play it seems like ortiz is the right person to play in that role because of his mobility and his work rate and his ability to carry the ball and you know all those kind of things but having said that you cannot let a player like angulo go for couple of reason one is that uh, if you are chasing a game he is a perfect player to bring on even if you don't start him all the time and in this environment if you are letting that player go you he'll most likely go to another team in the isl and with such a tight battle for a top four there is no way a team like fc go is going to lose a player of that caliber who can finish half chances who can be absolutely uninvolved in the game and have three chances and score two goals you cannot let a player like that go like imagine he goes to a team like bfc or odisha also I mean, odisha already has a great goal scorer in uh, diego mauricio but any goal shy team he can go there and make a major difference so i don't think they are going to let him go at all can i just but, add something here yeah then yeah, one second just yeah sorry sorry yeah. that they but they have a problem with defense because donaji had a hamstring strain in the last uh, it looked like a hamstring injury so that might keep him up for a couple of games ivan gonzales maybe not uh, as impressive they have signed adil khan which is Gonzalez the only also, thing... had a, also had a red card last game ha ah, yeah yeah that was a weird red card also to get right yeah whether the touching the referee yeah anyway adil khan is there they have signed him but uh, does he suit the style of play because i don't think adil is great with you know passing the ball and things from the back i i don't think he is He's more of a all-action midfielder or a, a Sandesh Dingan, buddy-buddy, bye-bye kind of a defender. So you know, can he fit in that situation? I'm not very sure. So it, that part seems interesting. Their goalkeeper situation also looks interesting because obviously Nawaz, they publicly said he's probably on his way out, and uh, Naveen doesn't seem he you know sort of flaps at the ball when it comes towards him. Not very impressive as such. I asked uh, Fernando about the Dheeraj also, and it looked like he might get a run out. So they are basically going for a backline that might you might see some major changes in the backline is what I look, feel like more than anything else. Slow, you were saying something, no? Yeah, yeah, no. I just wanted to uh, second that Angulo point that you made because um, in the first half against um, Kerala, we saw that they had so much more mobility up front, and they were. I mean, yeah. Second half, me they were down to ten men, but at the same time, when um, they did have eleven men, they looked very static and predictable in terms of how they were building up and playing. In the first half, you really couldn't tell about where the chance was going to come from. Uh, so there's that. And the second thing is, he when I spoke to Fernando on the pod I did with him, he had actually mentioned that he prefers a mobile striker who gets involved with the play more instead of just finishing chances. I probably should have asked him why he plays Angulo then and there, but I don't. It didn't really hit me then. But I think okay, that's okay. You'll learn with experience, as you say. <laughs> no, but the thing is, it's just um something that just reminded me right now. Like you know, that's one of the reasons he's probably benching him, uh, just to get like that extra mobility up front and change things up a little. Because I think he was getting like way too predictable for teams. Like you know, Ortiz cutting in this that the movements. well that about fc goa well now we come come on to east bengal guys this is a team that loves to be in the news for a uh, various reasons 
footballing just one among them sandeep yeah this past one week uh, their performance has been uh, okay okay right see this is so now now we are getting to it huh? so i have some theories and uh, i did some deep digging you know like took some help from some analyst friends uh, i took asked lok for some uh, directions as well so went into a deep dive because after every single uh, match you see robbie fowler come and say we uh, had so many chances we didn't finish uh, referees against us that fellow kicked us yeah this is apart no from him blaming everything else apart uh, apart from his team yeah so he does the whole these things and you have paul maysfield playing along saying yeah they are doing well and they are coming along and they are fighting and this thing that so it, there is a lot of half truths to this right because bright and magoma are really really good bright is probably up there with ortiz as the best uh, foreign player in the country right now stainman is also very good devjit has been excellent he has some 75% success, save successful save rate in the uh, in the in the league which is i think saying something considering they are one of the worst defenses in the league they have 11 they have considered 16 goals of which 11 has come from open play also so then i uh, when you start looking into it at some point you have to look at you have to stop saying these words like you know fighting spirit and you know heart and all this and look at it tactically and individually in terms of players and the coach as well now players they keep making mistakes players who can't score are they dependent on bright a coach who makes a lot of predictable changes so i personally i think fowler is one of the uh, like you know least tactically uh, you know suave coaches in the league I, i that's what i would think and i was looking at their xg they have the second lowest xg, XG uh, per game in the league which is like 1.2 uh, i think atk mohan bagan has one uh, but like we said the law of averages get catching to them and they have two really high quality strikers who can finish off a lot of the moves also hyderabad and chennai and are on the other side like 1.9 or something they are and their conver- conversion rate is 9.5 something like that per game or something which is like the last and a lot of their shots like the pilkington for that matter has one goal from 35 shots and he takes and he takes most of them from outside the box where the probability of you scoring is anyway less and he is a winger who's playing sort of like as a striker or a number 10 sometimes sometimes out, out wide he doesn't make like a lot of these puzzles they are all looking like they try very hard they create like a lot of chances which is not really very high in terms of probability of scoring a goal it looks like oh they created a chance here or there i mean in the replay it's like a corner went flashing past everybody but it doesn't really make much of a difference if there is nobody to actually touch the ball inside it and they also uh, concede quite often so i'm just looking at it like a whole thing and thinking process everything is fine but at some point you also have to look at the fact that you're not that clinical you don't create that many chances and you concede a lot of goals so if you get a draw and things sure that makes sense and you have really good players some of the players that you have are very very good so you are able to get through with some few draws here magoma can do something with steenman coming up with uh, you know two goals from set piece and then he arrived at the right place to convert against bfc you know all these kind of things also do happen so i just feel like they are not as good as a team that they are they are and we all looking in going into the season thought they were not that good because their indian players the contingent and the time that they took to 
create the team put together have training everything it didn't really suit them and uh, it seems like we were always right and this narrative that they are an outstanding team who are just unlucky that is propagated mostly by mayfield in my opinion it just doesn't add up to it yellow bullshit propaganda there uh, akash another thing uh, devjit has been excellent now they sign subartha paul yeah i was just coming to that like why Just, Unless you want him as a backup, in which case why even bother? Like Devjit has been doing well. Why did he leave Hyderabad then? Hazari? Why did he leave Hyderabad if he wanted to be a backup at East Bengal anyway? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like Devjit has been really, really good this season. Like none of this makes any sense to me. The charlemagne money is for at the end of the day. But you're spending more, no, to get one more. Oh, I think Devjit, kind of crossing crosses, pe pagarna vakarna is a little, oh, it's a little shaky. and he does does a few things which are weird matlab usne penalty i think ek do bar wo season mein penalty concede kar sakta tha wo luckily he hasn't but devjit ka generally aise hi tha matlab he is exceeding expectations mm-hmm. and uh, but those expectations were really mediocre to begin with and he was and shankar roy would have probably taken over from him but devjit performed really well so he kept his place okay i can i can see why they want sabrata now shankar roy bhi chala gaya na shankar roy kisi aur club ke liye chala gaya main bhul gaya kahan i think hyderabad hi ja raha hai pata nahi actually ha i think hyderabad ja raha hai yes so they needed they needed a replacement i think this was planned and i'm not actually fond of sabrata paul either i think he gets you talking uh, navin is the biggest sabrata paul hater in the world the hate is a very why. strong sentiment i don't know why but he just goes off i do not i unlike him i do not like him साइड no i don't fully agree i don't think there's a narrative very where anybody is saying he's doing an outstanding job even i didn't say that acha you did no, by remind remind narrative that east bengal is playing no no i i, I no i never said that uh, the, my question was not that uh, no no sandeep had said that uh, there's a narrative that uh, they are playing really well and all that mm-hmm. i don't yeah, there's yeah. a narrative that i think i think the narrative is generally around they're playing good football they are they're progressing uh it has been a little stagnant because they haven't picked up the points that's all my only worry right now because they've been i think they've they've been really good in the last few matches and uh, it is unfortunate that every every alternate match they they go down to 10 men and then it's a, it's a, just a holding on job which they do really well uh if i, I don't remember right now which was but that also on the blame stays with the team right you going down to 10 10 men is not something is expected from you ha but yaar how I I understand because Robbie Fowler can't control a Eugenson Lingdo making a stupid tackle or Ajay Chetri doing a stupid tackle, and he could probably con- control Fox. And I and I have to say I don't know why that committee overturned that decision. That was the most ridiculous thing to do. It, it opens a can of worms for every decision. They should probably send off people who they haven't right. That committee right. should should ban those players if they haven't been sent off. Like a uh, like a Rakeep had made a very silly tackle earlier in the season. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand how how that committee overturned that this one decision all all tournament. But uh, that's a different matter. But I think in the last few matches they've done pretty well. Uh, 
and i've been actually impressed with the fact that robbie fowler has been able to tweak his formation and tweak his strategy because in general he was supposed to be a 343 guy and that's how he started unfortunately he had players like rana garami and senaj playing with uh, scott neville and fox uh, <laughs> then the then came, then came <laughs> that is a really really dark time if you if you look at that list of players can you imagine right now harman harman is playing basically as a placeholder he's he's like a scarecrow right now just to distract defenders away Rudos, from yeah he's a I, I... It, is, it is it is the biggest slap in the face of jj ever in his career at this oh, this, this this human being is just put on the field he's not expected to score he's just expected to run around yeah That's like just go at, press the defenders have fun figure That's out it. what he actually thinks about uh, jj right to not even give him a chance because it's his fitness he says he was he was asked hey, come on dude you can't yeah. take 6 uh, months like uh, after season to get fit in the first place to kar kya raha tha yaar like it's not like he was injured right nahi to matlab kuch to hai na matlab there is there seems to be some some issue with jj matlab similarly balwant aur vineet bhi aaye the probably doesn't rate him like at least he tried he actually tried all of them right yeah yeah he's tried he all, all of them. Yeah, that's the thing he's not does that, not rate him my... at all that's my issue with uh, the play, well rival fans rival fans can laugh at east bengal they want to do whatever they want to mock but this season was always just a free hit for this was a disaster disaster season coming up and odisha it speaks a lot a lot about odisha fc that they are below east bengal in the table to be honest <laughs> east bengal's first 6 7 games were like pre season and i know other players other coaches were also complaining complaining that this it, the first 6 5 6 games are like pre season for them too but they had a settled squad this guy was basically this was a trial five first five six games were trials it is ridiculous that list when you go through it abhishek ambekar has just joined the i league uh, there was indo yeah. there was um, who was that uh, fellow before in in, in central sorry tk vinith was there tk vinith was there balwant was there I mean the number of players. Ankit Mukherjee came in. Raju came in. Uh, there was Rafi Kali Sardar was also there before that. He didn't play a game. Uh, Samad Ali Malik was there. He didn't play. Mohammad Irshad had started. Uh, I mean there, there's just there is this who's of who who's who of you know players that should nowhere be near the squad, right? and he sees managed that pretty well. And I think I think in the last few games he's done pretty well. Like I I, I don't know the issue with. I understand that he's being all loses the next two three matches. It's become it's going to become an issue because right now he has his players. He has his players in the sense that he seems to be building towards a victory. Uh, I I think that performance against Mumbai. I don't think anybody outplayed Mumbai that way uh, the entire season. I can't remember any other team playing that way. Even even when Mumbai lost the matches, I think only Jamshedpur came close to sort of outplaying Mumbai with their pressing game and everything. That was uh, like 15 minutes, dude. You never know like how that's going to pan out, though. The Jamshedpur thing—they pressed us for 15 minutes. You never know how that's going to pan haan, out. Like, yeah. Haan. But this was this was uh, this was remarkable the way he's been all controlled the ball in the second half. Uh, yeah. And even even Mumbai's defeats. I think one was what they were down to 10 men the opening match. Haan, that's they the only time we've lost. Haan, aside from Jamshedpur, wala Jamshedpur, we to hare ho. Draw tha. Acha draw tha, wo bhi kya? That is 80k. Which one was 80k? What? Jamshedpur beat ATK. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Jamshedpur beat ATK, right? So I've been, I've been actually very impressed with the the way he's been all have gone about their business. I know they lack the punch now. Now the problem is that we've we've raised expectations. I think they played mm-hmm. really well against BFC and they beat them, and that was a very interesting. I think Fowler does a lot of goes goes a little too defensive when he takes the lead. 
he's done that a lot of times he did that against bfc also although they controlled the game because bfc had nothing to offer against kerala also he became really defensive and uh, kibu vitunia basically had that triple sub or i think two three or four players together he, he sent on at half time to change things uh, and maybe that's a different match actually but but basically the the basically a lot of time a lot of times he's been all takes the lead and then just sits back uh, it happens too often for my liking he relies too much on a bright and he's he's actually the same way jamil today said in an interview right i'm gaego is a great player i give him the freedom and it, it's his maturity and intelligence which sees him sees our side through to matches uh, i think he's doing that with bright as well he's basically given him a free role at times uh bright is bright is too good for this league man he, he no, is quite good. honestly he makes the team look like two times better than it is that is true that is true but i also have a i i, I would also like to at this point criticize bright because he's he seems he to be, a lot ha he showbots a lot he seems to be enjoying things too much rather than be precise and actually move towards the goal and actually find the net hmm. he's 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 not find found the net what he's he scored three three goals is it I mean, yeah, I, think I think he can score more goals. This is this is my only problem. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, I I don't have a problem with Fowler right now. He's un, he's overperforming for me, uh, with the with the squad of players he has, and the, the fact that I don't know if the fact that he's still in the running for playoffs says more about the clusterfuck of sides that are there right now, which is <laughs> full of mediocrity, to be honest. Uh, uh, or does it say with these? Does it say more about East Bengal? I don't know which which one of the two is true. But I'm quite okay with Fowler aside from his outbursts, which are very silly on on camera. But uh... yeah, my whole thing started because every day I hear uh, these commentators defend him, Macefield especially, and I'm like, you have to at least give the other team some credit. Every <laughs> coach doing this. Oh, that every is coach in the league I've... goes through like the same amount of shit with respect to refereeing decisions, more or less, like. Everyone is just like gone ahead with it and said, "Okay, fine. This is an issue. We can't really help it. Just move on." But for some reason, in every other post-match interview, Fowler has to bring it up and say, "Oh, decisions are poor. Decisions are poor." Like, everyone's dealing with it, dude. Well, that is his job, I suppose. I, no, it's fair job. enough. But he was actually starting from a position that is like maybe a step and a half behind everyone, just from the fact that yeah, that's that's they, yeah. They, they put this team together for an I-League run, I think. and uh, then they had to they were in sort of two minds and then finally found a way to get into the ISL and then the indian contingent was not as good and then they couldn't get more players in I, there was a, that omid omid someone was there right the iranian winger who they were omid singh omid singh yeah 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 they signed and then he that signing never really happened so they were going through a lot of things in the first place and i think fowler is probably one of the most highest paid coaches in the league if i'm not yeah, mistaken yeah yeah So yes, they yeah. try to. I I don't know. Like, I I don't know if you are going to pay that kind of a money. Generally, you look for a guarantee coach, right? Like something hmm. that will offer you hundred percent return or like at least an eighty percent chance of a success in things. So that was my only thing. Like I I don't think they will finish. I mean, if they finish top four, it's uh, top six also. I think it's a great uh, finish for them, considering uh, where they started from at the start of the season. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That it's all about next season for them. I think it's just that. Can Fowler retain the right players and get like a good system going? Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, when next season की बात होती है ना तो ये भी I I feel like I feel even I feel silly talking about next season because I really don't believe these some of these coaches or some of these players will come back. 
तो because i i ipl has this crore business right indian football leads in lakhs most of the time deals with lakhs and Very most of the i league players oh. get uh, like you know 24000 25000 a lot of the i league players so they is don't it, is it ipl hamara hamara i think thoda matrix thode different hai in terms of ipl i think they mention it per season ki salary generally yeah yeah they. yeah and and actually hum i don't think hum per season karte jaise abhi amrinder ka jo wo bada banners वो पोस्टर आया था कि 10 करोड़ डील कर लिए आई डोंट थिंक दैट मतलब दैट्स अबाउट दैट्स 5 5 ईयर कॉन्ट्रैक्ट है 5 ईयर कॉन्ट्रैक्ट दैट्स द डिफरेंस बिटवीन हाउ हाउ वी हाउ वी से उसमें भी अलग-अलग ब्रेकडाउन है इट्स नॉट इवन लाइक 2 करोड़ पर ईयर देयर इज लाइक सम अपफ्रंट फी दैट ही इज गेटिंग एंड देन देयर इज लाइक बोनस बोनस के थ्रू इंसेंटिव्स एंड ऑल या नंबर ऑफ गेम्स यू प्ले नंबर ऑफ पॉइंट्स यू चुकी हां या एग्जैक्टली या इट्स बोनस बेस्ड stop putting random letters and you know worth things on the thing like you know on twitter and all like if you don't but it's become like that yaar unfortunate truth about indian football I, i i'll i'll say it in a way i i've been wanting to say for a while is that uh, there are players like amrinder and gurpreet and all these are earning crores great that that is fantastic commercial value never heard of it in indian football but then there is i league players who are who are earning 10000 rupees per month and playing in the i league the yeah. gap between the first division and the second division of india is so horrific that it is but it's not even first and so the same team like let's say amrinder yeah. earns 2 crore what will uh, someone like uh, amirana wade earn like probably like a small how much itna nahi hoga itna nahi hoga it can't be 10000 i think max max to max he learn is 20 lakhs right double digit lakhs hoga ha huh. uh, max to max he learn is 20 lakhs that 20 yeah. lakhs not a bad amount Huh, yeah. but how many there so was the difference within teams. the squad yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, but I mean, like 20 lakhs a year versus yaar yahan pe 10000 rupees per mahina hai matlab yeah so when you go down further I mean, they are on 20000 30000 rupees per month which is like a journalist salary yeah, yeah. it's really sad that but sandeep what's your point 
I know. I'm just saying, like uh, the my point. People... It was my point actually. Oh, it was his point. Sorry. Sorry. I was just making a point that we are so uh, sort of desensitized or whatever that word is. Like we don't care anymore, right? मतलब we are we are chest thumping कि अच्छा ये अमरिंदर और गुरप्रीत can buy a villa in Palm Jumeirah Island, Dubai. But यहाँ यहाँ पे लोग the 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 नीचे की जो pipeline है of footballers, which is your which is your actual pipeline for the future. it is actually drying up there are there are clubs who cannot sustain themselves clubs on the verge of collapsing clubs who can't pay club can't pay players at all or book and these i league contracts are even even so poorly wo na matlab wo ek season ka contract hota hai and start exact day of start of pre season se leke the last league match there is no there's not even a buffer idhar udhar to give extra money out this is how badly that that the, the second tier of indian football runs so i so i'm just just making a larger point on i the commercial value you can be happy about in indian football but if it's not trickling down then it's it's going to take a long time for them to come back up but the trickle down effect basically primarily doesn't exist because the ones up <laughs> they are not very keen on seeing this trickle down happen see there is not just that there is also uh, clubs who are absolutely wrecking the economic system right and i don't mean this as a knock on anybody if you have money to spend it they want to spend it nobody can stop them Like you go and sign Pritham Kotal for fifty lakhs, you go and buy uh, uh, Susai Raj for ninety lakhs. And you buy players for so much money, so for clubs to compete, they have to up the game, right? That's what because they'll be like, oh, if that guy is getting uh, you know this much money, I played this many games, I probably made this much more assists. Why shouldn't I get equal or more? So then the clubs start paying money that they don't have. You might re- reach a point where. these clubs are paying as it is two clubs went out of business so to speak uh, and was you know revamped as a new entity altogether so you don't want to keep seeing this happen right and we saw bharat fc in i league uh, go through the same pune who was one of the better run clubs go through the same mumbai fc go through the same so it there's a thing of sustainability also and the uh, big clubs are able to break it and that is ruining the market a little bit i feel sorry i just want sorry i was interrupt interrupt Thing at the wrong point. I thought you had finished. Uh, that's why there are these things called parachute payments in English football, right? Which mm. the Premier League makes for the lower divisions, for them to be sustainable as well. There is no point of a Premier League without the next tier of tier of football. And our understanding of uh, of salaries in Indian football is a bit bit weird. Actually, we are we pay really well. Mm. Uh, as as a country, we pay footballers really well. That is why. It is more lucrative for footballers to play in India than a Spanish ka second division. That's the situation in Spain. You mean foreigners, right? Yeah, yeah, foreigners. Yeah, I meant foreigners. So when we were, I, I, I heard Paul Maysfield chest thumping on, on broadcast during a match that Australia's Indian Super League is probably overtaking, overtaken A League. Uh, that's 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 debatable because right now during a pandemic. the ali clubs who have been who have been at it longer than these isl clubs know the value of a salary cap know know the value of a, the economics of a pandemic and we are right now shelling money like crazy and that's why the ali players have come here right and it's it's there's nothing to chest thumb right now i mean the Dude, AD, sorry yeah, sir, just just on top of that the ali thing the players that we're getting from a leagues are these uncapped australian players that are coming in 
खेलने कूदने का बहुत टाइम होता है एंड ऑल दैट एंड दैट्स अ डिफरेंट बॉल गेम ऑल टूगेदर बट जस्ट दैट इट इट वर्क मी दैट पॉल मेस वी लेट सेट समथिंग ऑन ब्रॉडकास्ट एंड ही जस्ट कीप्स ऑन सेइंग थिंग्स व्हिच व्हिच आर जस्ट व्हिच गिव्स यू नेशनल प्राइड फॉर वेल वेरी लिटिल रीजन और नो रीजन एट ऑल सो वेल दिस रिमाइंड्स मी ऑफ व्हाट एरिक पार्थलो टोल्ड मी एट द स्टार्ट ऑफ द सीजन व्हेन आई स्पोक टू हिम दिस पेंडेमिक वुड एंड वेंड अप हर्टिंग द ए लीग बट नॉट द नॉट ऑस्ट्रेलियन फुटबॉल बिकॉज़ Australian football in general is well taken care of because of the system that the that the federation and the whole sporting culture in that country has put in place over a larger period of years so a pandemic might hurt a particular league which is heavily run on money but not the entire footballing ecosystem that exists in that country yep makes sense well that that about the ISL and every single team that we have discussed except for one hyderabad fc guys uh, for the fourth on the table we'll just run through this team pretty soon because chhod do bhai chhod do chhod do hyderabad fc ko they doing well uh, i like them they doing well everybody is very fond of them their full back is great team match is watching them it's wonderful shatori was all all well when i meant run through i didn't mean through the team <laughs> that's what's happened here well this brings us to the end of this episode i hope you had a really good time listening to everything that we discussed from the indian super league well to get more such discussions you can follow us on our respected twitter handles and also the twitter handle of injury time which is injury time ind we are also available on facebook and instagram so until we bring you the next episode of injury time have a great time and enjoy the game okay.